Hey everybody, today I want to talk to you about how to overcome any objection, how to overcome any objection. So I just had a great conversation with somebody in our six week jumpstart program and on this call, you know, this is an agent who's already really good selling 10 to 12 merchant accounts every month. So I'm like, okay, let's move to like time management. And it's like, he's working really hard and I'm like, okay, well, you know, so I'm trying to find this avenue. How am I going to help him get from 10 to 12 a month to 20 a month? And what I found was that we could actually dive into the sales process itself. And so, you know, one of the first things I think is so interesting is that if you're actually working really hard in this business, selling 10 to 12 a month is, does not mean that you're like a rock star performer. Like you actually don't have to be like the most amazing sales professional to close 10 or 12 accounts a month. You really just have to work hard um, and be fairly good. Now this individual happens to be very talented at sales, but I realized there was maybe a few tweaks to the way he was rebuttaling objections. And so one of the big patterns that we pulled out of this, I said, you know, make a list of all the objections you hear, and we're just going to go through them one by one. You give me the objection, tell me how you handle it, and then I'll tell you how I handle it. And, you know, the big takeaway from this is overcoming objections requires you to do two things. Number one, you can't accept an objection at face value, okay? I never rebuttal an objection that somebody gives me just however they gave it to me. What I mean is, you know, well, James, we just switched processors and we're not interested right now. Well, let me tell you this, though. I know you just switched, but our company is so amazing. You should take a look at us anyway. You know, it's like. They're going to say no, because that's stupid. You know, you don't actually accept the objection. You start by repositioning it. So I don't like the objection of we just switched. I don't like that one. So I'm not going to rebuttal it. I'm actually going to switch it up. I don't think that that's actually what they're saying. What I think they're saying is that they're in the process of switching and they're trying someone out. Okay, I'm going to reposition. So I'm going to say something like, Wow, well, first of all, let me just congratulate you on being a savvy business person that understands that you've got to shop around in order to find the best rate, right? So is that is that a big determining factor into why you switched was because of the lower rate? Yeah, that's why we switched was a better rate. Great. Well, here's what I recommend. You know, while you're in the market, and I know you just switched, as you know, many processing companies will give you that kind of 60 to 90 day window where you try them out, but you can usually get out of the contract without any kind of, uh, you know, uh, financial damages or anything like that. So while you're kind of in this process, obviously you want to get the best deal possible. So why don't I do this? I'll work up a rate quote for you. I'll show you what we can do and I'll make you a deal. Okay. If what I offer you is lower than what you already got, then I'll come back for a five minute conversation because we can talk about it. And then what you do is try us out before you make that long-term decision of which way you really want to go. Or if I bring you back price that's worse than what you have now, then you just say good day and I shake your hand and I won't bother you about it. Okay. That sounds fair, doesn't it? So what I did is I repositioned the whole thing, okay? Let me give you another example. Um, somebody says that they're currently doing a, you know, a cash discount or surcharge program, and they say, you know, oh, we're already passing the fee on to our customers, so we don't need you. And I say, well, first of all, congratulations. You'll notice a trend here, okay? Positivity, positivity. Rebuttals are like... I hate rebuttals. I hear salespeople with like, I have a great rebuttal. And it's always this negative thing. I don't understand. Like, don't you get it? If you want to make a sale, sales come from positive conversations. They don't come from negative conversations, right? So I don't say, you're doing it yourself. Well, that's a horrible idea. You're going to, you know, that's illegal. <laughs> it's like, no, don't say that. Like, that's not a positive thing. You're like, well, that's not compliant. Well, okay, if you want to go negative, you might win the conversation, but you're probably not going to get the sale. People don't like to buy things out of fear. 
they like to buy things out of excitement, you know? So what I do is when somebody says that, I say, hey, congratulations for you know, really getting ahead of the curve and seeing this trend because you're right, you know, tens of thousands of businesses are passing the cost of processing onto the consumer. And so, you know, that's what we do. It looks like that's what you're already doing. So we're on the same page and that's great. Now, the real concern, of course, is always with compliance. So let me just ask you a couple of questions. What did you think of, like, did you get a chance to read the Durbin Amendment, the consumer protection laws for our state, and like the Supreme Court case with Expressions Hair Design? Did you get a chance to like read through all of those yet? And they're like, what is that? <laughs> you know, no, they don't even know what that is, right? So they kind of like stumble around for a minute. You say, well, and again, I understand. I mean, it's it's really boring. I mean, when I read it, I you know, it just about put me to sleep. But, you know, obviously for me, being a payment professional, I've got to read that kind of stuff because I have to make sure my clients are protected. So what I'll tell you is this. You're already doing it. We're on the same page here. But here's the thing. All it takes, of course, is one consumer complaint to create you know, a problem where all of a sudden they're going to be checking Visa and MasterCard want to see if you're compliant. And so you really don't want to handle those compliance complaints yourself. It's better to put that liability with us so we can make sure your signs are compliant, the program and the terminal is compliant, the fee is compliant. You know, we want to take care of that part for you. And the good news is it's not going to cost you anything anyway. You're already passing the cost on. We just want to do it for you. So if we can do that at no cost to you, I'm sure that's something you'd want to consider, isn't it? So you see what I'm doing is I'm repositioning it by saying, well, have you read these things? And they're like, no. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, you know, in their mind, all of a sudden I'm changing their objection. And all of a sudden it's like, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe this is a bad idea, right? I'll give you another one, one more that's like really, really similar. People will say, um, I already have the best rate. You know, I love that one. So it's like, you know, oh, you can't help me. I already have the best deal. It's like, okay. Um, so when they say that, I always want to reposition, right? So again, start positive and stay positive, you know? Well, that's great, man, congratulations. I'm sure it took you a lot of time to shop around and try people out to find the best rate. Now, let me ask you this question. Is it, do you know like Interchange Plus or tier pricing or subscription rate? What, what kind of pricing uh, program did they put you on? Why am I asking this? Because their, uh, their objection is coming from a place of arrogance and confidence. And I need to move them to a place of humility and recognizing me as the expert, right? So what do I do? Well, I make them feel a little bit stupid. Okay, I'm not being negative, all right? I'm just saying, you know, what are you on? And they're like, uh, and they usually have no idea. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it just kind of plants that seed of doubt before I rebuttal, you know? Sometimes I'll get a person that says, I'm on Interchange Plus. And they're like, so, like, I know what I'm on, you know? It's so funny. Yeah, no, I'm on Interchange Plus. Oh, okay. Now, what is the effective rate of your downgrades right now? Do you know? Like, I'll go as deep as I need to go. I know more than you do, okay? I'm going to go as deep as I need to go until you feel the weight of, okay, I'm actually talking to a payment processing professional and I'm not one. That's how you need them to feel. You cannot rebuttal that objection without getting that feeling. It's impossible. They're arrogant. They're confident. They're proud. How are you going to win? <laughs> You're going to make them not feel that way like with a rebuttal? No. You first have to make them not feel that way, then rebuttal. You have to reposition. So the big takeaway is, number one, reposition. Think about the emotional state of the prospect and how you're going to reposition it before you do your rebuttal to get them to the place you want. Then once you do your rebuttal, you've got to close on the rebuttal with something they're going to say yes to. You've got to close on the rebuttal with something they're going to say yes to. And this is like a whole art form in and of itself. I don't have time in this video to really get into detail. But at the end of a, a rebuttal, 
I find that reps do one of two things. Both are just a terrible idea. Either number one, they just go for the sale. You know, like they get done with this rebuttal and they're like, so what do you think? Are you ready to move forward? And the person's like, no, <laughs> you know, they're not ready. Like you're just rebuttaling an objection. You're not at a point to close the sale. Closing the sale comes from like a positive response. They ask you a question. They show interest. Then you close. The other mistake is most reps just don't close at all. They just talk until the prospect says no. It's like a, I call it the no rebuttal. You know, it's like, you know, well, I can tell you that if you go with us, Mr. Jones, um, our program is amazing and you'll love our customer service. And I think you'd really like it. I mean, I know I'd like working with you and I really hope that, you know, you'll give us that opportunity and, and, and you're like, oh my word, like shut up. You know, what's going to happen? You're going to talk and talk and talk until eventually they say, you know what? I, we're really not interested, but thanks for your time. You know why? Because you're about to drive them insane. Stop talking. What you do is you have to close, but on the objection, get them to say yes to something. So here's my favorite lines. They go something like this. Now, based on everything I just said, I mean, does that sound like something that's maybe a little bit more workable for you, right? That would make you feel a little bit more comfortable, wouldn't it? Do you think that's something that might make sense if we could really align all the stars here? You know, why am I saying these lines? I'm not really closing anything, but I need to get them past the objection. So just because I rebuttal, it doesn't really matter if I don't also pair that rebuttal with a concrete closing on you know, now that I've explained this, you agree with me, you know, I've got to get that in there. So practice these like lines that are small. They're not asking for a big commitment. So are you ready to move forward? No, no. Do you think that would make you feel a little bit more comfortable? You know, if we could set you up with a free trial for a month to try it out, and then that way I could come back in a month and talk to you and your business partner together, since I know you want to talk to them about it, that way you'd have all the data that you need to make the best long-term decision. Now, is that something that might make sense in the right circumstance for you? Them saying yes to that now gives me the positive momentum I need to move forward. So rebuttaling objections is so fun. It's the, like the most fun thing in sales, actually, other than actually making the sale. But it's an art form, and you have to reposition the objection, <clears throat> and then you have to close to confirm that you did what you wanted to do there. And hopefully this will help you to get more sales and sell more merchant accounts. My name is James Shepard. Hope you have a terrific day and a terrific week.